right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. My name is Pastor Todd Coconato. It is Wednesday, 4-28-2021. Another day in paradise. <laughs> I'm sorry, I kind of laugh sometimes. Wow, what a, what a world we're living in. So we found out today that Rudy Giuliani, who of course is President Trump's, uh, one of President Trump's attorneys, uh, has defended uh, the president on numerous occasions. His office was raided today. Unbelievable. Uh, the office was raided. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that. Uh, federal authorities in Manhattan raided the Upper uh, East Side apartment of Rudy Giuliani, on Wednesday as part of a, quote, criminal probe into the mayor's dealings in Ukraine. That's what they're saying. Uh, The investigation confiscated Giuliani's electronic devices as part of a search warrant. The New York Times is reporting and it's citing sources. Uh, We haven't got too much information on this story yet. We did put a story up on rmntnews.com. Let's look a little bit into this uh, just to kind of see what's going on. So the New York Post is reporting Uh, that the raid marked an escalation in the Fed's probe of the former mayor who's being investigated over uh, over whether he uh, illegally lobbied former President Donald Trump on behalf of officials and oligarchs in Ukraine. That's what the New York Times, which we know the New York Times is often fake news. How many times have they done hit piece stories? How many times? Remember during the Russian collusion delusion? How many times the New York Times... They kind of switched off with the Washington Post and BuzzFeed and a few others on the far left. I'm now calling them far left outlets because they're propagandists. They've lied. Let's just think about all the times they lied. They lied about Ukraine hoax. Remember that? The perfect phone call. They lied about Russian collusion. Uh, We have, um, remember Jesse Smollett? That was a lie. Uh, Let's see. What else? What else can we talk about? A lot of the COVID reporting has been exaggerated. Um, what else? Uh, what about the, um, remember the Russians that were paying bounties? Remember that story? And, and the U.S. soldiers were being targeted. Well, that ended up being fake news. Uh, what else was fake news? There's been a lot. I mean, it's like hard to even remember it all. Uh, all the, all the attacks during the Trump administration from the New York Times. Um, you know, let, let's see here. I don't want to forget any of the big ones. Uh, oh yeah. What about impeachment one and impeachment two? More hoaxes. So, you know, when this story comes out about um, Rudy Giuliani and apparently uh, lobbying former President Donald Trump, I don't like saying former because I don't think he's former, uh, but uh, I'll elaborate on that a little bit more later. Uh, But, you know, that's what they say. Former President Donald Trump on behalf of officials and oligarchs in Ukraine, according to the New York Times. Uh, The Ukrainian officials were also reportedly helping Giuliani dig up dirt on Trump's political rivals, including then-Democrat candidate Joe Biden and his son. Again, total fake news as far as I'm concerned. It was the opposite. It was, it was the opposite. Joe Biden, remember he did prid quo pro, and, and that's what they were accusing Donald Trump of doing. But he actually was on the video. Remember the video? Let, let's actually play the video right now just so we recall what exactly happened here. Let's play it. Uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 
12th, 13th time to Kyiv, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to press conference and said, no, nah, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Okay, so there's Prid, Prid Quo Joe. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's like a tongue twister. Prid, Prid Quo Joe uh, literally doing what they accused Donald Trump of doing, which he did not do on his perfect phone call. We heard the tape of the perfect phone call. We saw the, the, the you know, remember he released the transcript and nothing ever came out of it because of that. But Joe Biden actually did what they accused Donald Trump of doing. No one went after him. And uh, by the way, there's a bunch of other tapes that are very nefarious of Joe Biden speaking to uh, Poroshenko and others in the Ukrainian government. And, uh, and so it's just unbelievable that they, once again, you know, the, the patriots and all of us are sitting here saying, how can this be? It's a two-tiered justice system. And by the way, I have roots in New York. I'll tell you, a lot of my family is from New York. I've spent a lot of time in New York, New York City, on the island. I, I love New York. It, it was a great city, by the way. Now it's, you know, forget about it. Now they're defunding police and telling the police officers they got to listen to critical race theory and all this nonsense. And people are leaving the force in droves. I have a friend that's an officer there for many years. It's absolutely disenfranchised. Morale is very low on the NYPD. They got like 30 something thousand officers in the city. Many of them are leaving early. They're retiring early. They just can't take it, friends. We have to be praying for our law enforcement. Uh, so I don't know where this goes. Uh, hopefully it goes nowhere, but we have, we have to report the warrant sought communications between Giuliani and other people, including political columnist John Solomon of Just the News, who had communicated with Giuliani about the effort. Uh, the former mayor's uh, lawyer told the Wall Street Journal. Uh, lawyer Rob Costello, who told the journal that the warrant outlined an investigation into the suspected violation of overseas lobbying regulations. Again, this is so ridiculous. Overseas lobbying? Are you kidding me? When we just found out what we did about John Kerry, who was selling out our closest ally in the Middle East, Israel, telling Iran their plans, but nothing happens to him. What about the shadow government? What about the entire time when Donald Trump was in office and Barack Hussein Obama, uh, an agent of the Muslim Brotherhood, excuse me, I'm just gonna be blunt here, okay? Literally. We got Muslim Brotherhood that infiltrated the Obama administration. Uh, the guy is a Manchurian candidate. If you don't know what that means, look it up. I mean, this is unbelievable. They, had, they have a plan to absolutely change. Remember, fundamentally change America. Hey, by the way, have you guys ever seen the clip where Obama is literally attacking the Bible? A man that proclaims, professes Christianity. We all know he's a Muslim. But professes Christianity. And, uh, and he's out here. Listen, listen to what Obama said about the Bible. If you never heard this clip, go ahead and play that. Whatever we once were, we are no longer a Christian nation, at least not just. We are also a Jewish nation, a Muslim nation, and a Buddhist nation, and a Hindu nation, and a nation of non-believers. And even if we did have only Christians in our midst, 
If we expelled every non-Christian from the United States of America, whose Christianity would we teach in the schools? Would it be James Dobson's or Al Sharpe's? Which passages of scripture should guide our public policy? Should we go with uh, Leviticus, which uh, suggests slavery is okay, and that eating uh, shellfish is an abomination? Or we could go uh, with uh, Deuteronomy, which suggests stoning your child if he strays from the faith? Or should we just stick to the Sermon on the Mount, a passage that is so radical that it's doubtful that our own Defense Department would survive its application? So anyway, there's Obama, the Manchurian candidate, the one that hates America. Remember uh, Michelle Obama? This is the first time I've ever been proud to say I'm an American. Well, what about the rest of your life? You hated America? Yeah, that's pretty much because that's what uh, Saul Linsky and all these radicals, the rules for radicals that Saul Linsky wrote, uh, that, that's what they, they, you know, they look at America like they're, you know, they need to take it over. They need to fundamentally change America into a communist country. So when you see all these things that are happening in our nation, remember who these people are. Started his political cre uh, career in, in Saul Linsky's house. Remember that? I mean, it's unbelievable. Bernadine Dorn and the Weather Underground and uh, all, all the radicals over there. Remember those guys? Those are now the people that are, by the way, in, in power. Um, just just crazy stuff, ladies and gentlemen. That Barack Hussein Obama, if you've never watched, um, I think it was um, from Dinesh D'Souza, his movie about Obama. My goodness, you got to watch that. It's very, very good research work that he did. Very good documentary where he, he broke down. Uh, what was the name of that with, with Obama? Oh, that's right. It's Obama's America, and it came out in 2012. Highly recommend that, um, that, that film. That was a great film, and it'll educate you quite a bit on who Obama is and what his intentions are for our country. And by the way, I think Obama is, is really working uh, in the background here, pulling a lot of these strings. But it's not even Obama because he's a puppet, too. Uh, this is obviously a deep state coup. And we're witnessing it. And there's a, you know, on the broader scheme of things, it's really a battle between light versus darkness. And that's why I'm involved in this. People say, Pastor Todd, get out of it. No, I'm not getting out of it. This is for our country. This is for our children. This is for our nation. This is for religious liberties and freedoms. And we need to take a stand. We need to do it now. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to continue to do it. And I really, I don't care what people tell me when they say, get down, stop doing it. We're going to continue to do it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike. I want to tell you, I, we have a lot of listeners in Canada, and I want to just uh, thank those in Canada who listen to The Remnant. You are part of The Remnant, and you are very critical, crucial, and important. We need Canadian patriots, and Canada is under tremendous attack. Our neighbors in the north are under tremendous attack. Their religious liberty and freedom is under attack. Uh, they're being infringed upon. It's unbelievable what's happening in Canada, and there's a truth teller up there in Canada that made an amazing video that I want to play right now because I think it's very important that you see what's going on in Canada. Let me just uh, close the loop here on this story with uh, Giuliani. So we're going to continue to uh, follow this story and see as it develops. I personally think they're not going to really find anything on Giuliani. I think the guy was doing uh, a patriotic work in bringing out um, all types of, of, of corruption from the uh, Obama administration in Ukraine and their dealings and also from Joe Biden and his dealings directly in Ukraine, which we played that video, very crazy, prid quo Joe. And he did the very thing that, and, and you know, the mainstream media is not playing it, but we're playing it and you know it, I know it, they know we know it, 
That's why they're attacking us. That's why they're trying to censor us. That's why they're coming after our finances. If you're able to help us, we appreciate your support because we are in the battle of our lives. If I don't tell you that every day, let me just explain to you. We are in the battle of our lives right now. It is, it is getting crazy. I can't even tell you all the details, but from a safety concern, uh, from, from problems with, uh, certain entities that are trying to, you know, come down on us and our operations, it is unbelievable what's happening. So if you're able to support us financially, we really need, I hate to ask friends, but we are in a bind right now, but I know God is going to come through as he always does because we're, we're, it's a battle of light versus darkness and it's David versus Goliath. But what we have is we have the remnant warriors and we have the prayers of the righteous and we have the intercessors that are covering us and we believe we are going to win this. And that's why I said earlier, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it more, but why I believe President Trump, listen, I've talked to Mike Lindell. I actually had him on the show. You guys heard the interview, but I've talked to him off the record as well. And he really believes that Donald Trump is going to be back in office. Now, I can't confirm that to you. All I can tell you is, is that I know that the Lord wants me to continue to pray. I personally am not saying, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if he will or not. I don't know all the information that Mike Lindell has. Now, I have spoke to some former administration people, and I will tell you they're not as optimistic. But Mike Lindell seems to be very optimistic, and I do think he's a trustworthy man. Uh, he may be sincerely wrong, but you know what? The Remnant Warriors, I get, I get letters from you, from the intercessors, many, many people that are very in tune with the Holy Spirit, and you are telling me what I'm feeling which is not to give up, not, not to surrender, not, you know, to continue to hold the line, to fight for 2020. That's the consensus I'm getting. And, and if you feel differently, please write me. I'd love to hear your feedback and what the Lord's speaking to you. You can write me at Todd, T-O-D-D dot C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O at R-L-C-U-S dot org. And I would love to hear your feedback because I know the majority of you that write me, and, and I, I read it on different platforms. Some of you are on social media. Some of you email me and other different ways that we communicate. But many of you are saying, most of you are saying, we're still praying. We still believe God is not done. And hold the line, Pastor Todd. And I just want to, you know, the Bible says, in the mouth of two more witnesses, my word shall be established. Listen, we don't always have all the answers. I'm not here giving you like a prophetic word on this, okay? Some are. And I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have uh, uh, somebody who feels that the Lord has spoken to them prophetically in the next week or so. By the way, I said that I was going to have some guests this week. I postponed them till next week. We're going to have Jeffrey Prather next week. Uh, we're going to have Anna Kate next week. Um, who else is going to be coming on the show? Jeffrey Pr Prather is going to be a great guest. So is Anna Kate. Uh, two very, very uh, in tune people, remnant people. So that's going to be great. Um, I think we have another guest that I won't uh, yet in, in, in mention because I'm not sure it's 100%, but he's a big one. And so we got, we got some good guests. The reason why I postponed it this week, tomorrow I have a meeting I'm going to uh, to talk about a big event that may be coming to Nashville. And uh, today I've been dealing with a lot of the things that are happening in Arizona. And so my schedule has been packed and I'm just not able, unfortunately, to accommodate the schedules of some of the people that we had planned for this week. But thank you for listening to the show. It means a lot every day that we're able to have this line of communication and, and we're able to, to keep you updated. There's been a lot of developments today in Arizona. We're going to go to those in a minute that I did in a live, and uh, we'll play that live here on the show. Uh, but, but before we do that, I just want to talk about a couple other things. So, you know, as I was mentioning, Canada, and we're going to play this video from this woman in Canada, but what I'm noticing, friends, I talk to people, like I tell you, in the UK, I talk to people in, in France, I talk to people in Italy, uh, I talk to people in Australia, and I talk to people in Canada. And what I'm noticing is there's a common theme in the Western countries, and this is very disturbing. 
So we had that event with George Floyd. Now, whether you believe it was all just the way that they say, and you totally 100% just believe the mainstream narrative, that's fine, if that's what you want to believe. Uh, I had some interesting investigations on that. I heard some information from Michelle Bachman. Uh, I was actually attacked for having the interview with Michelle Bachman on the show about George Floyd. She came out with uh, pretty groundbreaking information. This is a while back. This is a long time ago. Uh, and by the way, it was taken down by YouTube for uh, violating their community standards. Um, so I don't ha- I don't think it's up anywhere right now. Maybe up on my podcast still. But um, but she she told me a lot of stuff both on the record and off the record about the George Floyd situation, and that gave me uh, additional insight from what the mainstream media were talking about. I found out that there was a lot of interesting things with the owner of the club of the nightclub that had connections to Han Omar, that had connections to Barack Hussein Obama and his family, and that had connections to the Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas. So just interesting tidbits. Uh, and, and by the way, so that situation spawned a worldwide, this isn't just in the United States, it's worldwide, where Canada is also pushing certain things for, you know, with this critical race theory and the division between races and this agenda. And so we're seeing this is not just in the United States. This is interesting. This is, this is all the Western countries are seeing this. Let me know if you're seeing this in your country, if you're out of the U.S., where we're seeing this, this uh, diminishing, they're, they're like trying to um, subjugate or uh, lower white people from other, ra- it's like, you know, some people call it reverse racism. I don't call it reverse racism. I just call it racism. No, you know, again, we believe what Martin Luther King Jr. said, to, to judge people not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. It shouldn't be about skin. It shouldn't be about race. We should be beyond that. But we're going backward. And many of you that are African-American that listen to the show, you get it. You understand. Listen, this isn't about race. We're, we, don't, we want everything to be perfect for you and for everybody. I mean, we're fighting for freedom, of, you know, the constitutional rights. You know, there was a time when African-American people fought to have gun rights. You know, they couldn't have gun rights, and then they got gun rights. What about the right to vote and all that? Now, they're, they're switching it. They want to take away those rights. They want to take away uh, your, your right to vote. What do you mean right to vote? You say, Pastor Todd, I was able to vote. Yeah, but what happened in the election? They had more African-Americans vote for Donald Trump than, than you know, in many, many years that switched parties and understood what was going on in this great awakening and understood that what the you know, Make America Great movement stood for jobs and manufacturing and higher wages and a better America, a stronger military, you know, all these different things, lowest uh, African-American unemployment. And uh, many of the things that Larry Elder, by the way, you know, talks about often, and so, uh, and, and so you saw that and you voted and guess what? Your vote didn't count. So we're going backwards, just like our vote didn't count. They, they, they shaved the votes. They changed the votes. They gave us a percentage, a fraction of a total vote. That's like what happened back in the day. That's actually what happened before. African-Americans got a fraction of the vote. Well, now Trump supporters got a fraction of the vote. What I mean is we didn't get a full vote. We got like 0.75% of a vote. Well, Biden people got 0.125. And that's the way this the algorithm is, you know, Donald, um, uh, Mike Lindell has been explaining this in his movies. It's unbelievable. I mean, if you've watched these movies, Absolute Interference and Absolute Proof, you, you are more educated than a lot of the population because they break it down. And so, that, you know, so there's that. And then what about gun rights? So now everybody should be able to carry a gun. It's, it's the Second Amendment of the Constitution, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed upon. Well, guess what? The Democrats are trying to infringe upon it. So they're taking away rights and they're taking away rights of the very people that they're saying they're protecting, that they're saying that they're championing. Nonsense. What about BLM, by the way? BLM Inc. Uh, As I said in the program the other day, we believe all lives matter. We believe black lives matter. Absolutely. I fight for black lives. Listen, New York City has more black babies killed than born. Statistically, it's unbelievable. It's eugenics. It's, It's Margaret Sanger was a racist. 
You want to talk about a real racist? Margaret Sanger was a racist. She's the one that founded Planned Parenthood. So I fight for black lives. What does the Democrat side do? Are they fighting for black lives? No. N none of the money from BLM Inc. has made it to the African-American community. So we talk about facts and we stand for every American. I'm a pastor. I don't care what color you are. I love you. And I want to see you have a future and a, and a good future because we believe in what the word of God says, which is God came to give us life and life more abundantly. And, and, and he gave us, what does he say? Hope and a future. His promise is yes and amen. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And right now, the Democrat Party here in the United States is linked up with the globalists and the deep state and unfortunately has taken a turn for the worse where they're now radicalized and are doing some really awful things. And that's why we're exposing on this program. So um, anyways, let, let, let's move on here. Uh, the audit in Arizona, the Maricopa, Maricopa County audit, this is uh, just breaking. It says, we'll go on. The news out of Arizona is that Mar Maricopa, Maricopa County audit will go on. So that's all we have right now as an update, but that is an update. Uh, so that's good news. It looks like it's going to go on for now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Many of you are praying for this. Uh, I, I wrote a post about this yesterday, and uh, the post was uh, about how we're praying that this is a domino and that this literally what happens here is, is that Arizona starts a whole nother movement, and that's what we're praying. Uh, so let, let, this is what I said. I said, I'm praying Arizona is a domino. Uh, uh, why would the deep state try so hard to stop the audit? Why would they care if they have nothing to hide? I'm so thankful to the many patriots that have fought to conduct these investigations in Maricopa County and get the results. Uh, we all know what happened. It takes guts and perseverance to take a stand against the cabal. Many people want to just ignore it and move forward to 2022. We can't do that because unless they change the machines and all the other tactics they use, we would see uh, so many stolen seats. This needs to be fixed and rectified once and for all. You're not crazy if you understand what I'm saying. You are someone who is willing to research and not believe the same people that have lied to us over and over again. This is a critical time, America. Keep praying. And that's what I said, and a lot of people liked that post. I also put something up about masks and uh, a very popular post, don't wear them. <laughs> a lot of people are fed up with masks. I don't know about you. Uh, many of you have written me and said, I never wore them. Some of you are saying I have to wear them certain times. Uh, some of you are in a more communist state like California. And you're saying the restrictions are pretty brutal. And uh, you know, in California, they're still having restaurants eat outside. Can you believe this this unbelievable infringement on our constitution in, in, in tyrannical states like California? Thank God Newsom is, is going to be recalled. Now, they're trying to put Caitlyn Jenner up. I, I don't think that's a good call at all. I'm not going to get behind Caitlyn Jenner. Some people say, well, you know, she is better than um, Newsom. Well, first of all, it's a he. And second of all, I can't get behind that. Uh, because I can only imagine the the uh, curriculum and the different things that Caitlyn Jenner would try to push. So, you know, it, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, so we're going to have to see what happens there. I'm praying that's not the candidate. That would be a pretty pretty bad thing. And I think a lot of Republicans are willing to embrace, um, you know, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. I, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Uh, you know, I, I know Rick Rennell is running, and, you know, I know he is uh, gay. Uh, but I would actually be more supportive of Rick Rennell. At least I know he's more fiscally conservative and, you know, he was in line with a lot of the MAGA movement uh, versus uh, Caitlyn Jenner. But, you know, again, neither of those are really my pick. Uh, so let's hope there's some patriots that rise up for the governor uh, race here in California. Um, Maricopa County uh, judge is going to. Uh, yeah. So that's just the breaking news right now. I just got the text. They said they're going to continue. Uh, so for right now, it looks like the Maricopa County election audit is continuing. And uh, we've been following this story. It's hard to keep up. There's a lot of developments, uh, but uh, hopefully, uh, you know, nothing changes tonight. It is uh, Wednesday, about 4 p.m. Uh, when I'm recording this. 
so hopefully nothing changes tonight. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to see about that. Uh, just want to talk a little bit more about John Kerry, and then I'm going to play the uh, the video that I did today uh, about the update in Arizona, and then I'm also going to play uh, the woman who's the activist in Canada. Uh, but the Jerusalem Post put out that John Kerry betrayed our close ally Israel to benefit a government that leads citizens in chance of death to America. That means Iran. Secondly, the information he gave Iran is top secret, and by rights he should be charged with the Espionage Act. But as we all know, he won't. So it's amazing. Again, I, re I reported earlier about what's going on, going on with Rudy Giuliani. And by the way, Rudy Giuliani was like the best mayor that New York City ever had. I don't know if you know that. But he cleaned up that city. He, he locked up a lot of the uh, mafia bosses. I mean, he went up against the mafia. And this man has been, you know, he, he may not be perfect. He may have some issues or whatnot, as we all do. But the man has been a patriot and he served our country. And it's a shame and so sad to see the way the New York prosecutors are now being weaponized uh, to go after this man. This is an absolute political hit, of course, because he worked for Donald Trump and they're trying to send a message. Uh, but meanwhile, there's a real man who actually, uh, you know, committed espionage, you know, violated the Espionage Act. And, uh, you know, he won't even resign for his position in the, in the Biden administration. Uh, so I guess they don't really care about betraying Israel and they don't care about giving Iran top secret information. I'm sure Israel is just thrilled about that. And by the way, the Bible says, you know, something about that, that we're supposed to stand with Israel, not attack Israel and come against Israel. That's what Obama did. Remember that? And now Biden is following in those footsteps because Obama is really just kind of, you know, giving the orders from his basement. Joe Biden has something in his ear. Uh, but I will, I will tell you guys, and I want to be cautious about this. There, there, there are some real, you know, kind of far out there stories on our side that are going out there. I hear a lot of people talking about, uh, you know, Biden's not really in the White House. And I know I've mentioned that too. Uh, but I, I just want to be cautious on these things because I do think Biden is president right now. I don't think that it's like, you know, there's some people that think this whole thing is, is not really real and that, you know, Biden's really not president. You know, it, he, I know from people that I've spoke to in government, he has been in the White House. I will tell you that. And I also know uh, from military people that they are acknowledging that he is the president of the United States. So I, I just want to make sure, you know, we have a very uh, transparent relationship, you and I, and I want to make sure that I don't give you misinformation or disinformation. It's very important to me that I accurately report uh, from a biblical lens. And I, you know, I obviously give you my opinion and my thoughts. Uh, but, but right now, as things stand, it does appear that Biden is president. And that does not mean that I don't think that President Trump is the rightful president. It doesn't mean that I don't think he won. I do think he won. Uh, and I think there was tremendous fraud. And that's why we're fighting every single day. Now, there may be a bigger plan here. And that's where I, I would align myself with some of these people is that I do think there could be a bigger plan. And I do think this could be part of something that maybe President Trump knew or anticipated, and maybe there's an overarching plan, and I'll, I'll buy into that. And, and, and here's the thing, too. We're praying that. So I have to believe that God hears our prayers, and I have to you know have faith that he's going to respond to our prayers. So that's where I'm willing to stand and not just give up and give in and move on to 2022. We're, we're fighting, as Mike Lindell is, as General Flynn is, as Lynn Wood is, as many people are, as you are. So I'm willing to, to fight and I'm not going to back down and we're in this fight all the way. Please don't get mad at me that I do think Biden is president right now because I, again, I talked to KT McFarland. I talked to people from the former Trump administration, you know, at CPAC and uh, various meetings that I've had recently where I've been in the room and I've asked very pointed questions to military officials, different people. And uh, I will tell you that what, there was that one special forces guy, if you've been listening to the program, you'll recall, I did speak to a 20-year vet of the special forces who says he actually was a SEAL team leader, and he felt that the military was in control. And I reported that to you. 
Uh, I, I didn't have any other information to back that up other than what he said, but I reported it. But uh, as far as the other officials that I've spoke to that were either former uh, Trump administration p- officials or people that were close to the administration or, uh, you know, people that were on the faith council or, you know, they, they, they all uh, unisonly agree that President Trump is no longer the president right now, that he's not uh, somehow, you know, the president. And we just are all, you know, uh, kind of being in this in this narrative that many people are talking about. So, you know, I could be wrong um, I, again. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying this in pride. Uh, I just want to accurately report to you as I've tried to do from the very beginning. If you've been following me for a long time and uh, I love you and uh, hey, if you think I'm wrong and you think that Biden's really not president, I'd love to hear from you and give me uh, give me some examples of why you feel that's wrong. And uh, hey, if you have any valid intel, uh, send it my way and I'll, we'll investigate it at Remnant News and we'll follow up. Uh, but from what we've been able to ascertain so far from our investigation, it does appear that Biden is commander in chief of the country. Uh, I'm not saying he's legitimate. I'm not saying he didn't cheat. I'm not saying that something will not happen because we're, we're standing in belief that something will. Uh, we, we don't want it to be till 2022. We believe that God is willing and able to move and he responds to the prayers of the righteous. But, you know, again, uh, I have to be accurate in my reporting because what do I always say, guys? I want a long-term relationship and not a short-term relationship. So with that being said, email me, please. Listen, there was somebody that got really mad at me the other day. I'm just a man. I, I have uh, information. I definitely speak to a lot of people. Uh, I think I have good information, good intel. That's why we share it on the show every day. Uh, but I make mistakes and sometimes I don't get it right. So if I'm doing something where you think, hey, you're wrong, uh, it's all just a show and we have proof and Biden isn't really president, then by all means, email me, todd.coconato at rlcus.org and present your evidence and facts and would love to hear what you have to say because we're all in this together, guys. We are the remnant warriors and we have to believe that our prayers work. Tomorrow I have a big meeting and uh, we're moving forward on a lot of things and I, I think we have momentum and the enemy and the deep state and all those that are trying to stop us and discourage us have done everything they can and uh, your support means the world. And we are we are doing things behind the scenes. This is not just smoke and mirrors. We are really doing things. And that's why we're on their radar so much because they hate us. They can't stand what we're doing. They know we're doing some big things and we're pushing back. And yes, we're not just willing to say, let's just go to 2022. No, we're in this fight. That's why we're target. <laughs> you know, we're, we're right on the bullseye here and we really need your support. So thank you guys. I appreciate you. And uh, please, you know, like I said, let me know your thoughts. Uh, on any of these things that I'm discussing, you know, I'll give you my links and my information if you if you need it. Uh, as long as I can get back to, I know we have a lot of emails, but I'll do my best. Uh, but but would love to always hear your thoughts. And and please know this is a two way conversation, and uh, and we're just trying to to navigate through this minefield. Very important, critical time for our country, and we believe in the end we're going to win. In fact, uh, right now I'm going to play first. I'm going to play a, cr- a clip from General Flynn where he's saying that we're going to win. I think it'll encourage you. And then I'm going to play right after that. I'm not even going to stop. I'm just going to play the next clip. Uh, the woman from Canada, and that's about a six-minute clip, and it explains what's going on up in Canada. When that's done, I'm going to go into my car speech today, and then after that, we'll close the show. Okay, let's go to it. you about something really serious. Um, in the middle of the pandemic, in the middle of us trying to fight for a plan for reopening, Justin Trudeau has done something just egregious. Um, many of you write to my office about, uh, you know, censorship on social media platforms. Well, this time Justin Trudeau is trying to make it so that 
his government can decide what you post on social media. And I, I like, like, look, this is, this is not an exaggeration. Um, I'm showing an article right here. This is his heritage minister. Um, and the, the headline is Ottawa's move to regulate videos, video posts on YouTube and social media called an assault on free speech. And this is in mainstream media right now. So the Liberal government, Justin Trudeau, has put forward a bill that would essentially, no, not essentially, allow the government to regulate what you say on social media. And this is not, like, this is not an exaggeration. My colleague Pierre Polyev is out on this today. I don't care how you vote. You have to oppose this. He's doing this in the middle of the pandemic. And I, I, like many of you know that the only way that people that oppose Justin Trudeau and his government can get a message through is through social media. This bill would allow the government to regulate what you say on social media. This isn't just about me, this is about you. Think about, this is about you. Justin Trudeau is passing a bill to say what you can post on social media. And it's not just that, like does that mean you can be fined? Like, like where does it stop? Where does it end? This is Canada, okay? And I think a lot of people think that like this sort of stuff can't happen. Like it can't happen here. Like the government can't take away my right to post. I mean, it's not like it's a dictatorship. This this bill is in front of Parliament right now. Not it's not just in front of Parliament. It just went through committee, and they they amended it to make it worse. This is in front of Parliament right now. I don't care how you vote. You might hate me. You might be like, I hate you. You actually have the right now to say you hate me on social media. If you let this bill, bill go through, you are removing your ability at some point in time to post videos without the government interfering. A free society should not have a government regulating what people say to that level of control. Think about, so, so we already have rules in Canada around libel or around hate speech. We already have rules that, 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 that bound what is criminal behavior or what isn't. The only reason Justin Trudeau wants this to go through is to be able to fully control messaging. And why does he want to do that? Well, he's had a lot of failures, right? And he wants to keep control of power and he doesn't want to have to change or be held to account. Now, if you're a liberal, if you are a liberal and you're a far left person, like, look, whatever, let's, let's not talk about politics and partisan politics, but think about this. Would you want a conservative government regulating what you post on social media? If the answer to that is no, then you should not support this. Everybody in Canada, of all political stripes, there should be one thing we should agree on. The government should not be regulating what you can and can't say on social media. We already have laws to deal with this, you guys. Come on. This is in front of Parliament right now. You guys know I'm working 70 hours a week, 80 hours a week, trying to hold them to account on the pandemic failures with the health file. They are sneaking this shit through. Hey, guys. Good morning. So I just wanted to uh, give you a quick update on Arizona um, and the recount that's going on there provided by the Cyber Ninjas. And um, unfortunately, uh, it seems that 
the judge, the new judge that has taken this case. So there was another judge. Basically, what would happen was the, um, the cyber ninjas had already started their audit. Uh, they have a very tight uh, system where they do, you know, a very, a very amazing job. They, I don't know if you guys saw the video, but they look at with infrared. You know, they were looking at the ballots with infrared, and they were. Um, you know, really, you know, checking to see if there's creases and all different types of things on the ballots because they, these are the, um, you know, the signs that would show if it was a fraudulent ballot or not. So that all happened and that was going on. And then if you recall, I think it was around Friday, uh, they paused it and then it ended up going back because the uh, Democrats didn't want to pay the million dollars that they would have to pay to stop the audit. And so they didn't, they chose not to do that. And so then the audit continued. Well, then the judge, I think it was Sunday, and forgive me if I'm off a day or so on some of these things, it's kind of hard to follow the whole thing. But then on Sunday, um, I guess what had happened, and sorry, it's raining where I'm at here. Um, so Sunday, what happened was, I guess the judge that was on the case originally that had paused it, uh, which was more of a friendly judge, that judge was, uh, you know, like a conservative appointee, you know, he was, so he wasn't, um, he wasn't a, a deep state guy as far as I know. And so what happened was that judge recused himself. And then we had gotten word that the new judge uh, was gonna be a judge that was appointed by a Napolitano who was a Democrat. And uh, so it was a Democrat appointee, probably a deep state appointee. Um, and now, you know, so yesterday, basically they said, you know, you can keep the audit going, but then today, now they're saying he's gonna look at it again and there could be a chance that they stop it uh, indefinitely. <laughs> indefinitely. So, you know, look guys, you guys are remnant warriors, you get it, this is warfare. We can't get disheartened, we can't get dismayed as these things develop. Uh, first of all, as I said yesterday, and I'll say again today, if they have nothing to hide, why can't we audit the vote? I mean, what, why is it that they're trying so hard to stop this audit? Well, that right there should tell us a lot. That right there should tell us that there's something that they're trying to hide. Because if they had nothing to hide and they weren't worried and they weren't panicking, then why wouldn't they just allow us to do the audit and conduct the audit? So obviously there's serious panic and they don't want this to be a cascading event where, you know, it happens in Arizona and then all of a sudden they you know were able to do this in other states and the whole thing unravels and that's what really would probably happen to be quite honest with you if this thing's allowed to go and they know that we know that and that's why they're doing everything they can to stop it so what we really need to do right now is just pray and intercede and uh the other judge somebody's asking why the first judge recused himself the first judge recused himself because the democrats looked heavily into this whole situation and they found one guy that I guess was affiliated with the uh, cyber ninjas that apparently had a history uh, working as an intern or something like that for that judge. So it was, they were calling it a conflict of interest and so he ended up recusing himself. What I think, and, and my experience here, and this is just my opinion, but my experience is, is that these judges are being threatened um, we've seen it several times where they've been threatened, their families have been threatened, and they're under a tremendous amount of, of pressure um, because the deep state and all, all their operatives go after, you know, they, they look into the judge and they, 
and they apply pressure. It's almost like a mafia situation, you know? And so this all should show us just how corrupt this whole thing is. And they don't want you knowing this stuff. And But it's very, very corrupt. And, uh, you know, everything that we've seen from, you know, with frankspeech.com. Somebody asked me what's going on with frankspeech.com. Well, yeah, I mean, it's back up and running on the back end. But what happened was there was a massive cyber attack. Probably one of the biggest cyber attacks we've seen. And this is what they do. So, you know, it, it's, it's amazing to see how deep and wide the swamp is and how corrupt. And many people get disheartened uh, if, if you don't have a strong... Um, you know, faith and, and, and just understand that this is warfare, then it's easy to get super discouraged, right? Sorry, it's like pouring rain where I'm at. Um, you know, it's easy to get super discouraged, but we can't get discouraged because what we got to do is just continue to pray and, and continue to ask the Lord for favor. And if they make a move, we pray for a counter move that's sufficient, that's going to be able to break their last move. So that's all we can do is just keep praying Every time they make a move, that the Lord would give us another move that would outmaneuver them. Uh, because we need to get these votes and these ballots counted, and we need to see what actually happens so that the people, listen, even if there's nothing that happened, and we all know there has been something, but even if there's nothing, uh, we just got to pray that uh, what's been done in darkness will be brought to the light. And that, um, you know, and, uh, this whole thing will be thwarted, that the plan of the enemy will be thwarted. And that, uh, you know, the Lord will, will allow uh, this thing to happen and, and, and allow the expose. And that's what we've been praying fervently. And I know there's a remnant army. There's a remnant army of people that are praying. People say, Pastor Todd, just move on. Stop talking about the election. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, I can't wait. Trust me, I can't wait. It's been like the last couple years of my life that I've been involved in this uh, amazing uh, situation here. And uh, trust me, there's nothing more that I'd love to do then it just stopped talking about this stuff and move forward. Uh, but because there's so few that are fighting for election integrity in our nation, and there's so few that are willing to talk about probably the biggest event in our lifetime when it comes to government. I mean, we, we just witnessed, what we just witnessed is the biggest event. It's bigger than Watergate. It's bigger than Gate. It's bigger than anything that we've seen in government, what just happened in the United States. And people all around the world, they're watching and they're like, you know, people are in shock. They're just in shock of what's happened. You know, um, they can't believe that United States of America, they can't believe that this is happening in, in the beacon of, of light in the world, which is, you know, the, the, the shining city on a hill. So people from Canada are watching, people from Australia are watching, people from the UK are watching. We see it in our analytics. And I'll tell you, you know why you're watching? Because you know that if this is allowed to happen in the United States, then the rest of the world is, it's, it's like, you know, we've already seen, look at Victoria in Australia. Look what's happening in Victoria. Look what's happening in our, in our neighbor to the north in Canada. We can't even believe where they're, where they're literally arresting pastors and shutting down churches and doing checkpoints. And, uh, and if you don't think that that stuff is headed for the United States, you better believe that's their plan vaccine passports and all this corruption and all this, uh, it's like a police state. It's like, you know, 1984 Orwellian. I mean, you know, you just can't even believe that this is happening in our lifetime. You know, uh, the saints of God, the Christians, you know, we, we thought, you know, this might happen at some point. We read it in the word of God. We know, but we never thought that we would see it so quickly. I, I think a lot of people have been caught off guard. You're just like, wow, 
you know, they're talking about a digital currency, you know, a digital currency that they could be rolling out here pretty soon. Uh, the Great Reset, you know, uh, very real stuff. None of it's conspiracy. They'll try to say it's conspiracy. And this is what we're up against in this in this time period is, is that, you know, they try to um, say, well, this pastor, you know, he's he's speaking conspiracies. No, no, I'm not. And I, and I have to say that every day. No, I'm not. Because if anybody just takes the time to research and you see what's going on right on their website. So, they, you know, they fact check because they have these uh, people that are quote unquote fact checkers. But really what they are is they're people that are meant to silence dissenting voices that are meant to silence people that are speaking truth. And that that's really their biggest weapon is censorship. If they can censor dissenting voices and deplatform people that are speaking the truth and they they feel that they have the advantage because unfortunately and let's just be honest there's a good portion of us here on facebook that don't even go on to the other alternative sites and so um you know when somebody gets to platform it's kind of like okay well i guess on to the next person you know so that shouldn't be the uh the way that we look at this we have to follow truth tellers and um so if somebody's telling the truth and they get to platform follow them Go onto their website, see what they're talking about. What is it that was such a threat to this deep state? What was it that was such a threat that they uh, feel the need to threaten and silence and censor and deplatform? Well, it's the truth. That's what it is. It's the truth that threatens them. And they can't win in the war on facts. And so that's the problem is they can't win on the war on facts. And and, and the good news is that many people are waking up. I mean, just look at what happened with the... Uh, the Oscars, you know, it was like 9 million people, you know, a little over 9 million people watched when I think it was last year, it was like 23 million, you know, big difference. And so people are waking up. They don't want to hear what these people have to say. They don't want to hear their tainted uh, opinions and all that. But, but yeah, I suggest, you know, follow us on Telegram. We got like 20,000 followers on there. You know, go on Telegram and find Todd Coconato on there. That way I'm not silenced because one of these days, like I tell you, it's going to, it's going to shut us down here on Facebook, they know, They trust me, we're on their radar. And we have to keep praying, we have to keep fighting. They don't want you to be encouraged. They don't want you to feel like there's other people that are out there that are standing for righteousness and truth. They don't want you to feel like you're not alone. They don't want you to know that you're the majority, not the minority. They want you to feel like totally disenfranchised and defeated, and that's just not the case. You should never feel that way. Never feel like you're defeated, Never, never give up. And, uh, and we can't give up. We can't give up. There's much pressure, and they try to apply a lot of pressure on us. They try to apply a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. I mean, I can't even tell you. Those of you that are in the battle, you know the level of pressure. It's unbelievable. So I can't imagine what these judges and other people that they go after to try to silence them and scare them. I can't even imagine the pressure that they're under because I've already dealt with so much. I really, really can't even imagine it, you know? So... Um, yeah, you know, it is really deep. It is really deep. And, um, listen, <laughs> if this whole thing, uh, were to be exposed just, just from Arizona alone. And then, and then let's say, let's just, let's just do a hypothetical scenario here. So, you know, the, the cyber ninjas find all this stuff in Arizona. Right. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, the other state legislators and everybody's like, well, wait a minute, if this happened in Maricopa County, if this happened in Arizona, this might've happened in our area, we need to do an audit. And all of a sudden you're gonna see like 10, 15 other places say, you know, we need to do audits, just like what they just did. 
because they're going to realize like, yeah, something happened with these machines. Something happened here, you know, and, and that's the problem or, you know, what, what we know happened and it's a fact is, is that they had the adjudication, you know, where it was, it was turned way up. There was like a large percent of these that were being decided by some person instead of by the machine there, they were, they were coughing them up, you know, like 60%, you know, and that's ridiculous that 60% had to be chosen. So if you had an operative of the, of the deep state of the Democrats that were in, you know, in, in position in that, that voting facility, and they were able to choose up to 60%, well, that's a, that's a problem, you know, when it shouldn't be more than one to 2%. So that's a fact. They can't fact check that. They might try, but they really can't because that's the truth. That's what happened. So it's just a crazy thing. And you got patriots and truth tellers and, you know, pastor in this case and others that are saying, look, all we want is the truth. All we want is to be able to see what happened here. We would all go back to work and go back to everything and just stop even caring about this if we all were just allowed to see a transparent process. And listen, if the Democrats truly won and they won in every place and there's no nefarious actions and everything, you know, ends up being okay. That's great. You know what? Then, Hey, that's the way our country works. And, uh, and we're all for that, but that's, we don't believe that's what happened. And so as we, you know, continue to fight here and we don't believe that's what happened. And what we see is very troubling how they're trying to stop this process. So anyway, listen, all around the world, people are praying they're watching. And even though today it looks like we got some bad news with this judge could could actually shut this whole thing down, uh, we're going to continue to stand for truth and just continue to believe that God is going to move on our behalf, as he has, by the way, so far. Your prayers are being answered. God hears the prayers. Uh, as much as they want you to feel disenfranchised and feel like you're losing, you're not losing. Um, trust me on that. There's a lot of good stuff going on, and we're going to continue to stand. So you know, we may hear some more negative news today, but just know it's, it's, it's every day moves and counter moves, you know, and we continue to see this move ahead. And, uh, and so we're just going to continue to stand. That's all we can do. Right. I mean, what else do we do? We just give up and we just say, you know, forget it. And then we let really bad people take over. No, we can't do that. So we're going to work as soon as I can. God bless you. Thank you. All right, guys, good stuff. Thank you so much for watching the show today, listening to the show, wherever you listen to it from, whether it's on a podcast platform, on Facebook, on any of our social media platforms, on our website. Uh, there's many different places that people are listening. You can always go to toddcoconado.com slash find me and find out where we're posting all of our official accounts. We also have a new channel on Clout Hub. You can go to clouthub.com and go on to the channels and you can actually see the Todd Coconado show right there. And pretty soon we're going to be on Frank's speech as soon as they get it up. That's going to be awesome. So we have a lot of stuff to do. We're very, very busy. I just want you guys to know uh, I love you and I appreciate you. And please don't ever uh, misinterpret my uh, passion. Uh, you know, I we're, we're in this fight. We're, we stand with you. We're in this together. I know sometimes, you know, you might get mad at me. There's a couple people that will write me in their remnant warriors, but they say, hey, we didn't like what you said here or over there. I want to have those dialogues with you. Uh, you know, we do a live show, so sometimes I mess up. <laughs> it's I'm only human, uh, but if there's something that I said that you don't agree with and you want to have a debate or dialogue, I, I would love to talk to you because, again, I, I don't think I'm perfect, but uh, we're doing our best to report to you factual information. We're also fighting for this election harder than pretty much every pastor out there, maybe only one or two other pastors out there that are in this fight with me. Uh, we're doing everything we can, guys. We're under a lot of attack. We need your financial support big time. Uh, 
this is a big, huge battle, and we're going to win. And on top of that, we also have uh, now up, but it's going to be populated soon as the remnantchurchlist.com, the remnantchurchlist.com. We're going to putting the remnant churches on there. We already have the site up. We just need to populate it. It's going to take some time. Uh, and then we're also working on, of course, the other free speech platforms, which I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, helping on the back end on some of those. We're doing a lot of uh, stuff behind the scenes uh, that we can't talk about because uh, they would shut us down or attack us for. But you know a lot, a lot of the things that I talk about. So anyway, appreciate you. Love you. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. Now, this is Pastor Todd signing off. God bless you. Hey friends, Pastor Todd here, and I have some exciting news. We have a promo code from MyPillow.com that Mike Lindell is allowing us to use here at the Todd Coconato Show, The Remnant, and it's very simple. It's Remnant. That's the, the promo code. You have to do it in lowercase letters, so R-E-M-N-A-N-T, all lowercase. Use that as the promo code, and you will get 60 to 65% off of your order at mypillow.com and you'll help us fight for election integrity and push back against the deep state plan to take over our country. So kind of important, kind of important and a way to help us in our fight and uh, help Mr. Lindell and to buy products from mypillow.com. It's been banned by just about every major retail chain. They took out his product and we're here to step up and be the remnant and fight back and help support this great company, this great cause, and help the remnant uh, here at the Todd Coconato Show. So once again, the promo code is R-E-M-N-A-N-T, all lowercase letters, or R-M-N-T in all capitals, and you can use either of those, and you'll get about uh, 65% off or so on your order. All right, friends, God bless you, and thank you for being part of the remnant. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato, and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries, and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. We really feel called of God to get this information out. But we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconato.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O dot com slash give. And please help us in this fight that we're in. Thank you so much and may God bless you.